Welcome back to the Hair Advantage podcast. We are back after a three-month hiatus. Um, this should be episode 27, but I think I'm just going to say welcome back to season two of the Hair Advantage podcast. Um, I am your host, Mel, and I get women to feel fucking good again, helping them overcome PCOS, endometriosis, fatigue, and all the other fun things that come with being female. I have a no bullshit approach to real results through education, support, and community. To break the seal on season two, I have with me Jess. Now, Jess is a woman that doesn't take no for an answer. And what I mean by this is she is someone who wasn't feeling great. And I'm going to get Jess to expand on that a little bit more herself. And the conventional stuff that she was doing wasn't fucking working. So Jess decided it was time to use what was happening to her to her advantage and get a hold of it. Jess, welcome to the Her Advantage podcast. Hello. Thank you for having me. <laughs> How so are you? So to be here. <laughs> I'm good. I'm really, really good. Yes, I'm on a high a little bit from uh, my Pilates class this morning. Oh, how was it? It was good. I was very nervous to begin with, but um, yeah. Is I just your first fast? Proper reformer and apparatus class, yes. Mm-hmm. I did a mat class last week, but this one was, you know, even going into it, I was like, oh, shit, am I in the advanced class here? <laughs> But no, I went in there and it was brilliant. It was really, really good. Something I probably never would have done if I hadn't seen you, Mel. <laughs> it's real, like I have a lot of friends that are have Pilates studios, but I myself have never done a Pilates class. Mm. What, like why Pilates? Where did, where did that desire come from? Well, I think a little bit from slowing down and obviously I know you're going to go into it, but not putting myself through like those really rigorous classes where you're sweating and you're like pumping iron. And, you know, I took up walking as well. And I thought I need something gentle and I need a stretch. And I'm going, Pilates helps you stretch (laughs) whilst working out and toning up. So it was more for me because it was a a slower type of exercise. Yeah. Great. Just, and something that is out of my comfort zone. So Yeah. The actual exercise or going to a class? Oh, both. Yeah. The actual exercise and going to a class because I always felt very intimidated by Pilates classes and, you know, just seeing as well in society the types of body shape. That would be a Pilates instructor. So Not even a Pilates instructor. When you see Pilates advertised, it's usually oh. <clears throat> yeah. Skinny girls in matching Lululemon sets and nothing oh, wrong with sets. Lululemon sets or matching, yeah. you know, like, um, and no, it just there's... has this real little girl approach, small Absolutely. woman approach. Yeah. And um, so you're small, uh, yeah, pre-kids woman type thing. Yeah. And here yeah. I am post three kids. It's like, do I go? You know? <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. Let's chat a little bit about who you were. Like you're a mum who you were, you're still a mum, who you <laughs> still are. Still a mum, just for the record. <laughs> I still have my kids. <laughs> um, yeah. Tell me a little bit about who you were before the advantage. Yeah. Pre her advantage, I was, to sum it up, just sick of everything. I was sick of myself. I was um, unhappy, mother of three, wife, 
um, you know, business owner running around in circles pretty much trying to get fit and healthy but seeing no results. And and then also having after having three kids, my body has changed a lot and not really understanding what kind of change, like really like trying to understand what's actually happened to my body and then accommodate for my body as well. So I noticed that, you know, post kids, your cycle is a lot different and I'm not as young as I used to be. So a lot of things change in terms of what I can and cannot eat now, or, you know, just the side effects and the symptoms that would come with certain, you know, things like drinking or, or eating after a certain time or mixing foods or whatever it was. It was just, it was a broad range of, I don't know what I actually should be doing with my body. I don't understand this. I am winging it and I'm trying every other fad diet and program um, and not getting results. And I was basically just sick of it. (laughs) Sick of myself. Like as soon as you said that, my whole body just went into chills. Like yeah, to say that you're sick of yourself is that's deep. That's really uncomfortable. And if you heard your best friend Mm. say that, if you heard your mum say Mm. that, Mm. you heard like if you heard one of your kids say that to you, oh, you'd be like, uh, you don't mean that. Like, yeah. Or like, yeah. how how can I support you in this? Like, how can we get you back to yeah. not being sick of yourself? Because, I mean, yeah. and this is so oversaid, you know, you have to live, you're the only person that has to live with yourself. And if you're constantly yeah. not loving that person, geez. So from a physical sense, then that then also related into things like constantly being tired. Um, oh, Yeah. <laughs> But like, and motherhood aside, like, yes, you have three kids under, they're under five, is it? Yeah. So I've got three kids under five. We've got five, three, and one. Um, And even kids aside, I mean, I could get a full night's sleep and I would be wrecked in the morning. I mean, now I'm getting up at 5am. I'm getting up before my alarm clock now. Like, look at me go. I never (laughs) would have dreamed that I would be able to do that. I honestly, it was very, very like, uh, no, I'm not getting up at five. <laughs> There's no <laughs> way that I can do that. I need my sleep. So yeah, I was very tired. What changed then? Well, I came to see you. <laughs> <laughs> End episode. Thank you very much for that. Yeah, Bye. yeah, that's it. <laughs> End of story. Well, no, I mean, so generally I'm always on the lookout for different um, answers. You know, I want the next you know, bright, shiny thing when it comes to body wellness. So this is what I was going to pull you up on when you were saying, you know, you were just winging it. You were winging mm. it, but you were, it's not it like, like a- you weren't trying. Like you oh, were no. exercising. I was working. You've got a home gym that you guys have set up. Mm. You have a sauna. You, um, mm-hmm. You've downloaded workout apps. You have every cookbook meal plan, exercise, meal plans. Yeah. Yeah. Under the sun. It was prepping Um, food, all of that. So, you know, winging it, you were trying, like it wasn't as if you were just, you know, yeah, it wasn't educated. Yeah. I wasn't educated. Like basically (laughs) it was winging it in the sense that I had all the resources, but I didn't know in which like I didn't know which puzzle piece to put together first. 
it was like, well, where do I start with this? Okay, well, I'll do the sauna and I'll make the meal, I'll get my meal prep organized and I'll eat this every day for the next 12 weeks and I'll do this program every day. And I mean, I'm doing a 45 minute workout, intensive workout. I'm for sure going to get results. Isn't that what it's all about? Isn't it just a calorie deficit? I'll just do a calorie deficit. That's all it is. That's what everybody's going on about at the moment. (laughs) Thanks, James Smith. (laughs) Yeah. Um, So then, you know, then you met me and oh yeah I heard of you I heard of you (laughs) through the grapevine literally through the Barossa grapevine yeah yeah well like I was saying like I would always be on the lookout for something and you know this Mel kept popping up in our conversations with my friend and who is this Mel you know and she's always about you've got to get the values you know it's it's about what you value in life because if you're not going to love yourself if you're not going to value what you value and put that in your priority list you're just not going to get it. And I'm going, all right. And so I was so intrigued by what she was saying. And so, yeah, I looked you up and made that connection. And as soon as I saw what your program was all about, I'm like, you know what, I'm going to give it a go. Like I do with everything else. I'm just going to give it a go. Except this time I didn't just end up as an unused app or cookbook on the shelf, right? It, you know, yeah, ended no. up as a, I'm, yeah. <laughs> well, I'm updating you every month about my cycle. I'm like, it, yeah. it happened again. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, episode, episode module one is all about values and creativity. You know, mm. how did you react when that was the first thing? I was like, yes, cool, Jess, let's get you yeah. healthy. Let's talk about your values. Like what was your response to me being like, no food, no exercise. We're Mm. actually going to talk about you. Mm. So yeah, module one, which is done in week one, I was inside. I'm going, I'm not getting anywhere with this. What is this? I've already wasted my money. God. (laughs) Okay. All right. But it honestly, uh, yeah, it, once I got over that, that little mindset in my head, it was a game changer. And it was the, it was the start of something honestly great. And I, that's why I keep raving about you to everyone and keep sharing what you do, because now I'm like a true believer. I'm a male believer. And like the the values just put me in line. And it was something that you feel like you should know. Nobody teaches this this stuff to you. You just live your life like in the rat race, just living your life going, actually, what is important to me? Like no one actually tells you to stop that and and think about that. And it was really hard. And also it was very uncomfortable for me to sit there and go, but what, what do I care about? What are those values to me? What is my life for? What's my purpose in my life? What should I make that list? Um, oh, you're a mum of you know, three kids, so clearly it should be your kids and your yeah, husband. <laughs> but that's it. Like, but that's all it is. I'm a mum of three and I have a husband and I look after my house and my business. That's literally what is in, ingrained in me from starting that journey, from meeting my husband to having those kids. That is all that you, that's all that society tells you should be important. Anything else outside of that, you're being selfish. But it's it's not selfish. I yeah, it's not. <laughs> I'm an advocate now for self-care, but real self-care. We'll get to that. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so what are your values, Jess? Who is Jess when she's not a mum of three kids, 
business owner, what uh, wife? Yeah, well, I, well, look, the thing is that I'm still learning as I go, mm-hmm. and I still have a long way to go in terms of my journey. But my values are me and time for me, me getting sleep, me getting well, no, not sleep, just me having rest and me having that time for myself to actually sit with my thoughts and be conscious of the feelings that I have when certain things come up. I think in all else, apart from everything else that's in my life and that I'm very grateful for in terms of like my house and car and all of that, what's really important is that I'm listening to myself. I'm setting boundaries for myself. I'm doing what I want to do, which is if I want to go to a Pilates class on a Tuesday morning, then I'm going to go and do that. Um, my values are getting my my fuel correct, so getting what, I, what I'm going to eat. Like I really, if I don't love my body, I'm not going to love myself. And so the first, first thing is basically fueling that body um, and so it's really, it's mind, body, and soul, basically. <laughs> That's what my values entail now for myself, which is the fuel. It's making sure that my mind is clear and happy and not even happy. We're not going to be happy all the time. No. But if I'm sad or if I'm angry, or if I'm upset, really actually look into that and go, okay, well, why am I feeling that way? Why is someone triggering me or pissing me off? Um, and working on that. And um, yeah, I just, it's it's scary and it's uncomfortable, but we really actually need to sit with our thoughts and feel all the feels. Which is almost why, and like you just said, you know, one of your values is time to yourself. And, you know, being a mom, being a wife, being a business owner um, doesn't give you a lot of space to actually listen to those thoughts no. and mm-hmm. marinate in those thoughts. And look, I think some people who live really, really busy lives like that, that they don't have mm. to spend time with themselves. But yeah, that's where that's where our values come out, and that's where what needs work comes out. And it and you know it doesn't mean work as in going on this big spiritual journey. It just no. means you know, like you said, you know, thinking about meal prep. Maybe you know, mm. if I go and have time to myself, I can think about that job clearly. If I mm. yeah, and not overcomplicating it. But yeah. I think we make ourselves busy because we're distracting ourselves from the real problems. Correct. And so journaling came hand in hand with, in terms of like module one, mm-hmm. it's sort of where the journaling started for me as well, because I, it was a lot going on in my head. And sometimes I actually wouldn't know what was going on. So if I just started to write, then it would come out in the paper and <laughs> as woo-woo as that sound, it, it actually does though. You start writing and you go, I don't know what to write about. So you start writing about what you did in your day or what happened yesterday and the feelings and emotions come out. But people are too busy and stuck in their own little lives that they're just so distracted and they're not, they're just not seeing and listening to themselves. Yeah. Um, for anyone listening, I don't make you journal. I absolutely do not make you journal. <laughs> Sorry. Um, it's what we call crisis Just what journaling. I did. Yeah, it's what we call crisis journaling. And when you go, when you're starting to feel these feels and really understand what your values are, just as a, um explanation, values are, they're like a fingerprint. They are so unique to you. And even though Jess said, you know, um, her value was creating space for herself, I also appreciate that. 
But again, it would be in two very different contexts. So Mm. these values are super important to you and only you. Um, And so this crisis journaling, when something comes up and you're like, oh, maybe, you know, the shame or guilt about, you know, admitting that that is something that you value. We call this crisis journaling where you just get to put whatever it is on the page and then you get to make an understanding and put it away again. It's not necessarily Mm -hmm. a daily practice, you know, picturesque setting and oh and I didn't do it every day I wasn't doing daily it would only when I was sort of felt like it you know yeah no no so where to next you've discovered your values you're understanding that you are a human being standing on Mm -hmm. your own and you're allowed Mm -hmm. to have passions and desires and things outside of this life that has evolved in front of you Mm -hmm. what was next what was next? <laughs> what what didn't come next? I guess it opened up a plethora of options for me because I was really I was really stuck in a rut and I really didn't know who I was as a person and that really scared me. So I guess in terms of like what I was doing and spending that time by myself and taking taking the time to figure out what it is I would like, I obviously started listening to some podcasts and I started reading and that got me thinking into maybe doing something else and doing other avenues of, you know, my journey or whatever. But I did take up walking and I know you told me not to do any exercise. You were very much like, okay, we're not getting into movement yet, but if you want to do some walking, then I suggest that you walk, but you're like, fuck breathing. that, Mel. I've, yeah. you know, got a gym that I've set up outside. I want to mm-hmm. sweat. Uh, I was just like, well, surely there's movement next module. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, no, I just started to do the walking and that helped my clarity as well and focus on what it was. But it was your modules and I think I can't even remember what module two was because it was so long ago. But um, it was always just the, and the simplest thing, like you told me the first module right carrot salad and I was like okay what is this for why am I eating a carrot salad yep carrot salad coconut oil you know whatever all the other things that I'm like okay sure (laughs) (laughs) but just that simple task of doing that and making that a priority every day it's become a ritual now I love it and I'm just like okay get my little grater out get my carrots pick the carrots out um and just that was the next thing that opened up the whole thing of just sit down with my carrot salad and look out to like wherever and not go on my phone and just have a little moment for myself. And that's, that was probably like my next little bit in, in the journey of just like, okay, I'm going to eat meals now and I'm going to have my food and I'm going to sit down and just be grateful and just enjoy my meal. I mean, a lot of the times I'm just scoffing food as I'm getting the kids ready, but that was another priority for me to sit down and just eat my food. It sounds simple. <laughs> well, this is where, you know, I'm going to take that in two different directions. The first direction is you're like, oh, what is this carrot salad? And again, when you've come from somewhere like you have, when you've downloaded all the apps, you've got all the programs, you know, you've probably got a pantry full of used once health food products that you've bought in the name Bone of. Bone broth. Packets of bone broth with collagen in it. Yes. Yeah. You know, and you're like, and here I am telling you to grate a carrot. Mm. Now that's too simple. Now, where Mm. do I need, where do I need to buy a supplement? Where do I need to, you know, (laughs) yeah. 
What's like next? We've been, we've been taught all these complicated systems that we have. We've wrapped our head around. We've dedicated time to, and all of a sudden, it doesn't have to be that hard. Like yeah, the brain yeah. needs time to comprehend that. And the second thing is that that simple act of grating your carrot salad every day and eating it, and you touched on this before, is that simple act of self care. And we define self care within her advantage is the promises that you make to yourself, keeping the promises that you make to yourself. And you said at the beginning of the program, okay, I'm doing this. Whatever Mel says, I'm doing this. And that turned into grating your carrot every day. That's right. Yes. And it was, it was a, it was a really, um, what's the word? Uh, It was, no, it was a good promise to keep to myself because it had a lot of benefits that came with it. And little did I know that it was going to change and remove a lot of the symptoms that I had in terms of like being bloated and poor skin and my cycle wasn't regular. It was too heavy and all of that sort of thing. Such a simple little thing. Not only did it, yeah, it was time for myself. It then had all of those great benefits that came along with it. And it tastes really good. (laughs) (laughs) Crazy. Um, so that was then, you know, so that was essentially module two. That's learning about your body literacy and, you know, how your body likes to move. Let's, let's talk a little bit more on the exercise piece. And you've brought that up a couple of times that, you know, Mm. what was X again, like what was exercise for you before you met me? Well, I thought exercise was all about punishing the body. I would only ever go to the gym. You did you. It wasn't punishing the body. Like it you didn't wasn't go punishing, to... but I would have to go to extreme lengths. I'd have to sweat a lot. To feel like you achieved something. Absolutely. If I was going to get results, like no pain, no gain, right? That's yeah. what they say. Um, if I wasn't sweating, I'd feel like that was a really lazy workout and I did nothing. So I would always try and do like high intensity uh, exercises um, or, sorry, programs things that had strength programs as well, but it was still, well, what I didn't know at the time was that it was pretty much cardio because you told me, you're like, that's cardio. And I'm like, no, 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 because it's all body weight exercise. You use some weights. Yeah, yeah, but it's cardio. And I'm like, okay. So it wasn't strength (laughs) chaining. Um, Yeah, so I was really just kind of blindsided by the fact that exercise was meant to be, you were meant to, yeah, do high intensity, get your um, your heart rate up and sweat. Otherwise, there's no point. Oh, you were blindsided by mm. what you thought exercise was. Such yeah. a good word for <laughs> how we view this. Yeah. yeah. And what is exercise to you now? Well, it's now more like movement, like moving my body and doing something that I really enjoy because you know, and I guess that's why I'm trying Pilates because I thought, well, what's something that I'm actually going to enjoy? What is something that I can do for my body that I'm actually going to love? Because nothing else that I've ever done, I've actually loved. I mean, I don't know how many times I've opened up a bloody exercise program and there's burpees on there and I'm going, fuck's sake, I hate burpees. Oh my, all right, here we go. Do the burpee. I'll do it half-assed, you know. I'm like, okay, just pick something that I actually love to do. Um, and that's why I started walking because you were like, just do nasal breathing. Don't go too, don't push yourself. I was like, okay, um, I won't push myself. And 
lo and behold, now I look forward to going for my walks. It's not a chore for me anymore. I'm going, I need to go for my walk. I haven't gone for my walk today. You know, it's just a priority that I do. I get time for myself unless I go with a friend, which I also love too, because then you get a catch up at the same time. Um, Or I listen to my books and yeah, well, Pilates, I've done two classes now and I absolutely love it. So I think that might be another form of exercise or movement that I'm going to do because it makes me feel good. And you come out and you're feeling like, yeah, you're on a high. So that's what exercise is for me now. How did it change your relationship with your body then? So, you know, like you said, the burpees, you fucking hated burpees. You know, how did your body feel when you were doing burpees as opposed to now going for your walk? My body is not sore anymore. I'm not like physically I'm not sore, but mentally it's, it's a game changer because like I said, I look forward to moving my body now. Whereas before I like dread it. I'm like, Oh, I have to go. Yeah, I have to do, I haven't done my, you know, I would put it in my calendar to remind myself of whether it was a cardio day or a strength day. And I wouldn't look forward to either of them. And I'd be looking at the clock beforehand going, all right, 20 minutes. All right, here we go. Counting down. Like I'm almost there. I'm almost there. Now I'll go for a walk for an hour and I'm going, oh shit, I need to get back home. (laughs) Like, You know, I need to cook dinner or whatever. So, um, yeah, I forgot the question, but there you go. That, <laughs> that's how it's changed. <laughs> and that's, you know, I think that's a really big piece. Like I have women that come from all different walks of life in terms of exercise. I have women that come from CrossFit. I have women that come from um, that at-home sort of cardio workout styles. Mm. I have women that have never exercised before in their life. And all of a sudden they're at this stage that you're at and they're like looking forward to movement. and. Yeah. I don't know how we got to this place where we ha- we made women feel like these intense workouts were their only option and really, you know, punishing's not the right word because I don't think you walk into the gym going, I'm going to thrash myself today, yeah. you know, <laughs> but really feeling shit about exercise. Oh, you loathe it. You loathe it. From either angle. Like I know, like I have a woman at the moment who's, she's so funny, she's deadlifting a lot of weight. And, you know, when she first started with me, her strict instructions were, I'm not going to the gym. I do not (laughs) want to go to the gym. I am not lifting weights. I'm like, cool, we don't have to do that. And now she loves it, you know, and this process of learning, like you said, to love your body, love who you are, feel at home in your body, to celebrate the movement. And again, it sounds like such an airy, 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 fairy, woo woo term, Mm. but really being able to appreciate what your body can do. Well, you're treating your body. You're like treating, like, you you know, you're giving it a treat. It's like, all right, let's do some movement. This do is you, what you deserve. Do you? I know that you've spoken about on your on um your social media when you go for your walks, like sometimes mm. you start your walks really angry and you normally end like yes. feeling much better. Do you ever yeah. notice, this is something that I have picked up, is that if I'm not feeling in a great headspace, I'm watching the pavement. When I'm walking, I'm watching the pavement. And if mm. I'm in a really good headspace, I'm like, wow, those trees. <laughs> the birds. Like, yeah, my head's like, <laughs> la, right la, 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 la. Have you noticed, yeah. like, have you noticed that for yourself? <clears throat> and you don't even really notice that you're in a bad mood until you're like, oh, 
Oh, okay. And it's hard. The walk is hard. It's harder when you're angry because you're heavier and you're stomping that pavement and you're just yeah, yeah, yeah. And then you're looking at the time, you're like, oh, really? Oh, my God. You know, like it's, yeah, it's completely different. But by I, I give myself 20 minutes, at least go for 20 minutes, especially if I'm pissed off, I'm going, just 20 minutes, Jess, just go for 20 minutes, <laughs> yeah. 20 minutes, my, yeah. And then I'm like looking up and, oh, it's so pretty. Oh, someone's cooking something really yes. nice. Yeah. Like nighttime walking is really difficult because you're just like, I'm going to walk into this house. They're cooking something damn good. <laughs> but um, <laughs> Excuse me. Are you taking yeah. the strays at the moment? <laughs> <laughs> Please. I want some. No, no. Yeah. But 20 minutes and um, completely turn around. Um, uh, what was I angry about? What what was I so frustrated about? Usually it's been a tense day at home with kids at home. That's when I'm usually angry at home. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, I just got to get out of the house. Uh, I think I put it on my social media last night, completely like, see you later to my husband. I'm <laughs> like, bye, I'm out. I'm out. I can't take this anymore. Yeah. <laughs> so, mm. Something else that I want to, I think is that's really important for women well, mothers to take on board as well is, you know, like I said, you have three kids under the age of five or Mm. yeah, Mm. that pregnancy isn't just pregnancy. And again, if you've had a baby, you know that there's a lot like postpartum isn't defined Mm. by like, if you've got a 13 year old, you're 13 years postpartum, you know, like not defined by any length. There's no time limit. Although I did see something on social media and I don't know how true it is, but they said it can take up to seven years postpartum. You are still in that postpartum period for seven years. I've had three kids in five years. Yeah. And I mean, again, it depends on how you walked into your pregnancy, the quality of how your pregnancy was, like all of these things. So many factors. And so even then as a mom who even let's just say after your first child, like how important how much pressure did you feel to bounce bounce back to pre-baby life? Oh, if you knew me <laughs> when I had my child, I do my know first you child, <laughs> No, if, but if you knew me then, you would be absolutely like saddened, I think is the word. Not disgusted or disappointed. I think you'd feel sad because I put so much pressure on myself to bounce back. I went on shakes nearly as soon as I could, as soon as I was off breastfeeding. And I feel like even a little part of me wanting to stop breastfeeding was to get back into shape because the breastfeeding never helped me lose weight. A lot of people, they were like, I've got just breastfeed. You'll lose all the baby weight. Mm, No, I put on 20, 25 kilos from pregnancy and I was like, I need to get onto the shakes. I need to lose my weight again. So for me, it was as soon as I could get onto those fat loss shakes. And I'm not going to name the brand, but I had a program that I was using. Go do my walking or tread. I think I had a treadmill at the same at the time. Get back into running. You know, like this is like, <laughs> why are we doing this to ourselves? Why we are we have just grown a human and push that baby out or whatever or however you've done it and you were just expected it's just and it goes without saying you're just expected to go back to what you were because you know what people say to you after they've seen you after you have the baby 
you're looking good. Oh, wow. Like almost surprised, you know. But if you don't look good, that don't say nothing. Well, so it goes back to that culture again and we're kind of digressing, but you know when a mum first has a baby, everyone wants to come and meet the baby and hold the baby and do all the things mm. with the baby, mm. you know, they're not helping the mother out, the mother yeah. that has just grown the no, child, yeah. birthed the child, recovering from childbirth, which is one of the biggest traumas a woman can go through as well. Oh, yes. You know, and so looking at support from that point of view, We've got um, it so wrong here in Western society. Oh, we do. Oh, <laughs> so I do. Yeah. I mean, women overseas in Eastern culture, they don't leave the house for 60 days and they get fed and people you look after really, them. Yeah. It's really interesting that up until recently, I was like, I don't want to have kids. Like I don't, I have no mm. interest in having a child. And now that I've learned more about how, one, how it is changing in Australia and how there are other mm. practices. I'm like, mm. oh, that actually looks like something that I might want to do. Like, and it's, yeah. again, like we just do not support women in this process. Absolutely not. It takes oh, a village. Listen to it takes the, a um, village. <laughs> the, what came out, I was listening to um, Gabor Mate's The Myth of Normal oh, the other day. I love him. And how, yep. I know how I love he him. talks about um, his time in obstetrics. Mm. And I think he spent like 10 years or something birthing women in stirrups mm-hmm. on their back. And mm-hmm. it was just one midwife that said to him, have you ever taken a shit on your back? And he was like, oh, my God, like we have been doing this wrong. And that kind of started mm-hmm. his path down mm. to mm. changing child, yeah, changing methods for childbirth. But it all became about, again, making sure the doctor's job was really easy, let alone the yep. poor woman in yep. there. Yeah, yeah. What position can we get you in to get this baby out nice oh, and clean where no. I don't have to get my hands dirty? <laughs> yeah. Um, so just really, and like that is such an example, even if we look at childbirth and how childbirth has changed over the last, even let's just even say decade, oh, really starting to five think. Years. Of, yeah, but even really yeah. starting to think about the rest of health and how we mm. view health. Mm. Um, and just allowing yourself the curiosity that if things aren't feeling great, like, you know, like you were in Jess's position of winging it and mm. still trying all of the things and still not feeling fucking good, but doing activities on a daily basis to try and aim for that idea of perfect. Yeah. That um, you're allowed to admit defeat and you're allowed to get help. Yeah, absolutely. Very good Ask for help. There. Yeah. <laughs> What's that, Jess? What's asking for help? Oh, my gosh. I don't ask for help. I am getting better at asking for help. (laughs) You know what I would love to ask you that I've just a question that's Uh just come to mind there? Asking for help, right, or engaging with a coach. How Mm. do you know that a coach is right for you? How do you know Mm. that because you know what? The world is not Mm. short of coaches. (laughs) Um, it's coach city now <clears throat> and not even coach city but practitioner city like everyone's mm. a naturopath or um, everyone's an expert a nutritionist like how can you how do you know that somebody's right for you well first how did of you all, know that I, I was right for you well we just got on well and I think as well it was word of mouth and you know my friends spoke really highly of you and I really like 
my friend. So <laughs> funny about that. <laughs> I, I love so. her. But she, you know, when that word of mouth sort of instance is good, but not everybody's not. You know that she's going to listen not... to this episode, by the way, yeah, and I don't. be like, yeah. excuse you, Jess. <laughs> I love you. Um, <laughs> no, but, you know, not everyone is for everyone. So it's, first of all, gelling with your coach because there's no right or wrong answer to go, oh, go see coach and then you leave that session. You're like, oh, I can't stand that person. You know, oh, well, I'm going to have to do a program with them now. Okay, so first of all, as soon as that happens, you're done. You're not getting any results. (laughs) Like you might as well just leave your money there and not (laughs) attend. Like that's pretty much it. So you've got to gel with a person. And I don't know, I mean, I feel like results might come into play. So seeing other people's results, but that's where like word of mouth sort of comes in. Like, yeah. you know, that, that other people have, you know, tried before you buy it and that worked. So, so the analogy, also- the analogy there that you're talking about, you know, getting along with your coach, hmm. date your coach, like, ah, yes, yeah. like yeah. get in their world, get in their DMs, like start mm. conversations with them. Most coaches have free sessions, like free initial chats, jump mm. on a call with them. Like you're at no mm. obligation to do anything. Um, but yeah, date your coach. Yeah. And stalk them on Insta. Yeah. Stalk them on Insta. <laughs> um, yeah. Just get yeah. in their world, really get in their world and know that you don't have to make a decision straight away. Yeah, you, you've got to make sure that my you business coach is going to hate me for saying that. But oh gosh, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, you know. Um, all right, what was the biggest takeaway with our time together? That I could eat together. butter, no. <gasps> butter. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think oh, biggest. Uh, look, I haven't got one. I've got multiple. Um, jo- like, don't put your body through stress. Stress does not help your body. You're not going to get results with with stressing your body. Um, processed foods, like it was the oils and just looking at, I know everybody tells you to look at the labels and stuff like that, but it was for me going, all right, get rid of your alternative nut milk, go back to the basics. Just go back to the basics. Go have some fucking milk, Right. I have one coffee a day. That's the only milk I have. It's not going to kill me. Have some butter. Stop using the processed shit. Like those things were get back to basics. Stop using shit that's in a a container with a long list of ingredients. Um, And like really listening to yourself, like what do I want? What do I want? How is this going to help me? What was the what was the quote that you used? You you did a quote like I think it was module one or two, and it was is this is what I'm doing now benefiting uh, me? What was that quote? That quote really stuck with me because it's been my deciding. It was the mantra. For any I, option. It was a mantra. It was a mantra. I'm pretty a sure mantra I that you, I forgot. I asked you to write it down somewhere. <laughs> I did. I had it on my fridge. So every time I went to my fridge. I was like, okay, is this serving me? Is this supporting the life that I'm trying to create or something like that? That's exactly right. And it comes to to the point where you really act as your future self. Okay. Is this supporting my body to create a place of healing? Yes. Yes. That's it. Yeah. Completely. I was completely off. But, (laughs) But that's what stuck with me, even though I didn't remember word for word. 
it, it, it got me asking the question every time I would do anything, whether it was eating, whether it was drinking that wine, wine glass at night after a hard day. Do you know what? That was actually something I was going to bring up with, uh, with you as well is that, you know, Jess, <laughs> Jess started up. the basics with me just before Christmas. So she had to deal with mm. the festive season in the middle of it. And, you know, we finished, we had a little break and we were like, yep, yeah, cool, go and enjoy mm. Christmas and then we'll see you on the flip side. <laughs> How did you feel coming back from... But you basically, I don't actually know, did you keep up any of the basics or were you like, fuck it, it's Christmas, I'm doing what I want? No, I kept up with the basics. I think yeah. there was probably one or two days that I missed of the carrot salad. Yeah. Um, not that it affected me because I was consistent with it. So I think yeah. consistency is key with that. Yeah. But um, I bounced back pretty good because I wasn't. I'm going to pull you up there. I remember oh. the first, you were like first call back from. Christmas you're oh. like what am I like I, what am I doing like I yeah that you were, was you were a in check a check for me yeah you were in yeah. a not a great place again and you love a drink and that's fine you know yes and you'd spent two weeks drinking yeah it was it was the alcohol that did it and I think it was me just letting loose with that and doing everything else but you you've got to it comes as a package you can't just drink and think that everything else is going to be okay because it's not. And yeah. now I don't struggle at all with the drink. I don't drink during the week at all anymore. Um, and most weekends I don't. Because you're not sick of yourself? That's exactly right. Hey. I'm not trying to numb myself with alcohol. Um, you actually like, like spending time with yourself? Yeah, that's that's true. And I like to be feeling good in the morning, you know. I'm going to get my body temp in the morning, so I'm going to make sure that's okay. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, it was, um, yeah, it was, it was a bit hit and miss Christmas, but. Yeah, but just also, you know, I think that point of, like, we still, you were still so green in your journey. You still are really mm. green in your journey, yes. but still, you know, then going, oh, it's Christmas, I'm just going to do, you know, I'm going <clears> to, <throat> you know, treat myself, so to speak. Mm-hmm. And, you know, we'd spent those first three weeks starting to make you feel comfortable in your body and you did start to feel comfortable in your body and or start to see what that might feel like yes and then all of a sudden add alcohol and you're like whoa no can't handle this anymore and it's a wake-up call yeah um and you still like you still go and have a drink you still have a night out like it's not like we're canning alcohol for the rest of our lives if that's what you want Mm. but being (laughs) educated on that decision Absolutely. And it, I, I look at it differently now as well. But even more so, I'm t- I am leaning towards not drinking at all. I just know that in social situations, it's not going to be difficult for me. I think it's going to be difficult for everybody else. It is. Why aren't you drinking? It is. No, you need I'm to not know. Pregnant. You know, that's like. On them. You need to know exactly. that that's on them. Exactly. Um, because I take it too far. If I, if I can't control myself and I take it too far, it's me out for like two days afterwards and that does not feel good. No, but also like for those of you who don't know Jess or I, you know, we lived in the Barossa Valley, you know, <laughs> wine central of Australia and yeah. you told someone that you weren't drinking. They're like, why? What's wrong with you? It's like unacceptable not to drink. <laughs> like it's a town of functioning alcoholics essentially and it really is. <laughs> 
Please okay, no we one. shouldn't really joke about it. I it is. I'm sorry. And so if you're like, I'm not drinking, you're, it's this like, what do you mean? Like yeah. everyone drinks and it's just yeah. so normal. Like wine comes out of the water taps essentially. Like, yeah, yeah. Um, might as well. Yeah. And it just doesn't have to be that way. And it's so Wait, and- foreign for someone to go, oh, you can cope without alcohol. Yeah. It's the thing is, is that we don't drink to enjoy what we're drinking. There is no like, "Mm, let me taste this. Oh, that has this flavor or whatever, you know, like, (laughs) you know, there's nothing like sitting and sipping on it and going, oh, I can, yes, the complexity of that wine. Yes, yes. And then you put it down, you eat your food, and then you taste that. It's not like that. Right? No, there's nothing like that. We are just sculling these drinks back, going, (laughs) ha. Yeah, my life will get better. Mm-hmm. What the hell? What what are we we are we're gonna blink and our lives are gone because we've drunk the whole time. It really is like that. Now listen, anyone that knows me and that is listening, <laughs> I still love my champagne. Okay, I was just but say, you heard it here, people. She's giving us alcohol. <laughs> I started a book club where we pine we we pair the book with the champagne. But it's to savor that, yeah, yeah, it's the bougie book club. I'm going to do a little plug. No. (laughs) Um, Like I just want to try different flavors and I'm not drinking to get drunk. I literally just, I just like the taste of it. That's it. I'm with you there. Like I literally could say no to every drink under the sun except for champagne. It's got to be French champagne though. I don't know what that is. I don't know. What do you mean? What You don't know what that is. As in, no, I know what French champagne is, but I don't know why like. (laughs) I can, like I said, I can literally, I could give up alcohol the today bubbles. and it wouldn't, but if like, again, it would exclude champagne. It's the bubbles. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. anyway. <laughs> we um, went on a tangent there. <laughs> <laughs> so the one other question that I want, or the one other thing that I want you to cover is, you know, if you are listening to this and you've heard me talk about our basics, our basics are Number one, values and creativity. Number two is body literacy or how we understand our body. Number three is fueling our body. Four is movement. And five is stress management. Mm-hmm. And each of the, every person who comes through the program walks away with five different basics. It's not like they're the umbrella term, but they they action them out differently. Jess, yeah. can you do you have one action for each of those things? that, you know, you have basically taken away as your five, as five of your different values. So number one, values and creativity. What do you do on a daily basis to help you connect with your values? Um, so I, I wake up at five now and that is my me time in the morning. I make sure that I go to bed early so I have sufficient sleep. But um, my value is my time alone and I'm making that a priority. So what I do in that time in the morning, it's, you know, study, reading, listening to podcasts or learning. It's a, it's pretty much growth. Yeah. So values is getting up early to grow as a yep. person. Yeah. Yep. Number two, body literacy. What do you do every day to connect with your body? Oh, what, spiritually or? <laughs> No, this is more like, yeah, this is more on a physical level. So, you know, do you still take your body temperature every day? Do you monitor your digestive system and your bloating? Do you, is your libido Uh, a thing, your cycle? Like what is your connection to your body? Yeah. I mean, 
one thing that I do because I do most of it. So my body temp is one thing. Um, but then again, it's usually if something's going on that I'd go back to that because I'm I'm generally feeling good. Um, but bloating is always one thing that I'm always monitoring because I can really feel it now if yeah. I'm bloated because yeah. I've been on this um, program and I've not had the bloating. As soon as I'm bloated, I'm like, okay, what's going on? So that's my one trigger, I would say that, and one thing that I'm actioning every day. Yep. Perfect. Mm. Fuel. What's one thing that you do every day to make sure you're on top of your fueling? I eat as soon as I get up in the morning Yay. and I have my snack before bed mm. because that is, yeah, that definitely changed the game for me and um, always having that good combo of fats, carbs, and protein with every meal or the women, The women inside the Her Advantage group call themselves the Milk and Honey Brigade. <laughs> So like, honey <laughs> like that pre-bed snack, their little milk and yeah, honey before they go to bed. Cute. Yeah. Um, and that's something, you know, when Jess says she gets up at five o'clock in the morning for some growth and development time, you know, we fixed her sleep. We got her sleeping so that she felt rested so that she could yes. get up at five o'clock in the morning. She's not getting up at five o'clock in the morning because it's what Tony Robbins has told her to do. Like it's <laughs> that's right. It feels good to get up at five o'clock in the morning. Yeah. Um basically well, like you said, do I'm, yeah, so. No, no, no. <laughs> well, like I said, I'm getting up before my alarm. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and keep in mind, like I said, we live in South Australia. It is not light until 7 o'clock in the morning, so she's getting yeah. up in the dark. <laughs> um, <laughs> movement. What's one basic you do for movement every day? Um, I do stretches, mm-hmm. non-negotiable now, and uh, walking. Mm-hmm. Sorry, it's two things, but there you go. Always an overachiever, Jess. <laughs> um, uh, and stress management what's something that you do to really hone in on that even as an observation point of view yeah so noticing I, when you're starting to get overwhelmed noticing when you're starting to get like life's too much yeah I guess that's easy to do when you've got three kids running around you um for me it's just really stepping away and taking a breath and just um like stopping what I'm doing, if I'm ever feeling stressed or overwhelmed or things are getting a little bit crazy in my mind, I go, hang on, wait a minute, what are you doing to yourself? And then I just stop, take a breath, and I just reassess everything. Like, do I need to get that done today? No, I don't. You know, the kids are stressing me out. Okay, step away from them. Just let them play with, you know, whatever. It's not the end of the world. They're not going to kill themselves just walk away from them um yeah so I think I guess mindfulness really yeah like perfect it's a very overused word at the moment but it's yeah that's just what it is yeah so for anyone who is listening to this they're like oh you know I've been thinking about working with Mel or you know I want to learn more about the basics like what do you have to tell them from this place six months in what do you have to tell them? I think if you, you'd be doing a disservice to yourself if you did not look into this at least, you know, and if any single point of the conversation today or any of your, you know, male socials or anything like that, if anything resonates with you, then you need to do something about it. 
because there's something not quite right and you're either unhappy with the way things are going for you or I think and also it really saddens me when there is a lot of women that think you know especially when it comes to their cycle that all of the PMS and all of the symptoms are that's just normal and that's just what it is but it's not it doesn't have to be that way you get to live in your body and you get to be happy and not feel like shit 100% of the times. Sometimes you might be sad or angry or whatever, but in terms of your physicality and what you feel, it gets to be, gets to be good. So just fucking do it. (laughs) Holy shit, girlfriend. That was powerful. Um, Because again, like we have, you know, resonated, you resonate with things all the time. You're like, oh, yes, and then you kind of move on. But it's not like that resonating is is a sign in itself. Yes, you need to stop and go, all right, what, why? Why is that? Or even triggering. It's If it's pissing you off about what I'm saying, saying look into that. Because <laughs> it must be so easy for you to get up at 5 o'clock in the morning, Jess. Yeah, yeah <laughs> whatever. I got, did right. I say I had three kids? <laughs> <laughs> and a husband and a business. And yeah, yeah. Um, you're on your own journey. So as we wrap up, is there anything else that you'd like to add? No, I think we summed up. Yeah, I'm going to leave it as how I said that before because, uh, yeah, I'll just stuff it up. (laughs) (laughs) Cool. Well, thank you very much for jumping on this. Um, Jess was extremely nervous and I think she did very well. (laughs) Thank Um, you. So keep up at your basics and we'll chat soon. Thanks. Now, you guys know the drill. If you found this useful, please share it to your socials or with someone you might think needs to hear it. If you have any takeaways, I would love to know what they were or even better, if you have any questions, please slide into my DMs so we can have a chat about it. Until the next episode, see you then.